Welcome to the KPMG Tax Now podcast. In this podcast, we explore some of the more complex matters across tax, economics, regulation, and compliance. Each month, we meet with KPMG's foremost experts and other special guests to unpack key issues faced by taxpayers around the globe. Hello, I'm Belinda Wright, and I lead KPMG's immigration practice. I'm joined here today by my colleagues, Sarah Langborn, a manager in our people services practice, and Caroline Kim, a manager in KPMG Law. As we navigate through the COVID pandemic, businesses are exploring the way in which their employees work with the concept of work from anywhere. But from an immigration tax and employment law perspective, this may not be as easy as it seems. Today, we want to focus on the role that international secondments and mobility has on one's career progression. With that said, Caroline, would you be able to share with us a little bit about yourself and some exciting news that you'd like to share? Thank you, Belinda, and hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast today. Um, So my name is Caroline Kim, and I'm a manager in the commercial law team here at KPMG Law Australia. Uh, To provide a bit of a background of my career, I started out as a graduate at KPMG Law and have been with the firm for a little over three and a half years now. Um, In terms of the exciting news that Belinda mentioned, um, so I've been fortunate enough to be offered um, an international secondment uh, to Canada, uh, to Toronto actually in Canada, um, and I'm looking to move for for three years with the possibility of extending up to five. Um, We're still ironing out the specifics, but I anticipate I'll be in Canada before the end of the year, so it looks like it's going to be a white Christmas for me. That's really exciting, Caroline, Um, and I wish I was coming on secondment with you, especially to have a a white Christmas. Um, But I'm really keen to to ask you, I think with the whole uh, COVID situation and and people hesitant to to travel um, internationally, how has your family and friends reacted to you planning and, and going on secondment to Canada? Yeah, no worries. Um, I've definitely had a a mixed bag of reactions. Um, When the Canada opportunity first enlivened a a couple of months ago, it was just as uh, the lockdown had started in Sydney. So understandably, a lot of my friends and family's immediate reaction was, is it safe? Is it too much of an unknown time to be leaving home? Um, But now I think actually with the shift in the Australian government's uh, vaccination approach and almost an acceptance that will exist and live in a COVID world, uh, the reactions have really started to change. Um, I think especially with how the US, UK and Canada in particular are handling COVID, it's almost a reassurance to my friends and family that this with COVID world is, is kind of the new way of life. So following on from that, the reactions that I've received have actually been really quite sweet um, because I think they're sad to see me go, but are really happy that um, I'm finally doing this for myself because it's a goal I set myself since I was 21. Oh, that's excellent that, that you're receiving that, um, that support from your, your family and friends. Um, Sarah, we might um, hand over to you to, to give us a little bit of an overview of your career. Um, and you're a little bit different to Caroline, whereas you have been on a secondment actually to Australia. So maybe you could share a bit of that um, with us today. Thanks, Belinda, certainly. So my name's Sarah. I'm a manager in the global mobility team here in Sydney. And I've actually been with KPMG Australia now working in that global mobility team for coming up to almost five years. So five years since I moved here. 
And, and prior to the move, I, I was working for KPMG UK for two years um, within the global mobility team there. And they supported me in my relocation to Australia. Going back before that, I did start my tax career in a private firm on the Isle of Wight, which is where I'm from. And that was where I studied to become a chartered tax advisor and eventually became the manager of the tax practice there. And after that, I spent a few years working for EY within their people services team in Southampton. And my relocation to Australia came about after I actually decided to take a career break for a year to do some traveling. And I spent a year traveling around Australia and Southeast Asia because I'd never taken any time out to travel earlier in my life. And that was when I fell in love with Australia. And I returned back to the UK when I joined KPMG UK, but they were really open with me about my future goals and aspirations. And they were really supportive um, and in trying to help me find a role back in Australia once I decided that, that this was where I wanted to be. And, and that was how they helped me to, to eventually have that relocation to Australia five years ago. That's excellent, um, Sarah. And I know that there is, um, you know, a lot of things that need to be considered when you're going on secondment. Um, do you actually have any advice uh, for Caroline who's about to, to go on her first secondment? Yeah, certainly. So I guess um, I can actually speak from two different angles because uh, not only have I been through the, the process myself, but working in global mobility, I actually um, deal with cross-border employees on a daily basis who are working overseas. And so I see it through through both sides, really. And so whilst my move was a little bit simpler because I, I was familiar with some of the um, the processes that need to be considered there are there are certainly things that people should bear in mind um, when they're preparing for their for their secondment and so the first thing i would call out the visa which belinda obviously you're very aware of um is making sure that you've got everything in place there with regards to the the visa requirements associated with the move and also don't forget tax um what do you need to be doing in the country when you're leaving? Um, what registrations do you need in that new country to make sure that when you do finally get there, you're going to get paid on time? Um, is there going to be tax at source? Are they going to withhold from your wages or do you need to prepare to, um, to have taxes that you need to settle through your tax return? Um, there's also other things like social security. Um, if you're leaving your home country for a few years, is there voluntary contributions that you should be considering or at least what are the rates of the social security that you're going to be paying in that new country? And then I also touch upon the pension contributions. Obviously, um, you need to think about the future. You're familiar with the pension contributions or how the system works in the country that you've been living and working in. What can you expect in that new country? What are the rates? What are the contributions? And, and they're just a few things that the, the practical matters that, that you just need to be bearing in mind um, as you think about that, that move to the new country. 
There's some really um, good tips there, um, Sarah, and I'm so glad that uh, we, we have you to be able to point us in those directions. Caroline, I know that you um, have been busy the last couple of months planning your secondment. Um, Sarah has shared with you some of her tips um, for, for you going on secondment, but was there any advice or any information that you found helpful um, over the last couple of months as you've been planning your secondment? Yeah, absolutely. And um, before I delve into that, Sarah, thank you so much. Those are tips that will be invaluable to me. Um, Those are things actually that I think I kind of knew at the back of my mind, but uh, the way that you categorized it was um, really helpful. So thank you so much. Um, A key piece of advice for anyone looking to go on to comment is uh, to look into any relevant accreditation or licensing that might be appropriate for the new role. So, for example, as a lawyer, I'm required to undertake a relevant accreditation process so that I'm um, called to the Bar of Ontario. Um, this will allow me to practice uh, Canadian law in Toronto. Uh, from a private process perspective, I have found that there were a few administrative steps and hurdles I needed to address. Um, So the first step has been to liaise with the Canadian National Committee of Accreditation, also known as the NCA, uh, to have my Australian legal education credentials assessed. Um, Now, once the NCA have assessed my application, they'll be able to advise me of next steps um, that are involved with, you know, to becoming accredited and becoming a solicitor in Canada. Um, For me personally, I understand because um, Australia and Toronto or Australia and Canada are both common law jurisdictions, um, I understand that most of my legal education credentials will be be accepted, Um, but in the instance that some may not, I might have to undertake some uh, Canadian law subjects such as constitutional law. And then ultimately, after I've completed the relevant um, subject requirements, um, I'd, be, I'd be expected to sit the bar exam. And once I pass the bar exam, I'll be a, a solicitor in Canada. Now, I'm aware that from an accreditation perspective, law is one of the more specific industries with stricter requirements um, just due to the nature of work we conduct. Um, But I think it should at least be something anyone seeking to go on secondment should consider. And the reason for this is because whether you're a tax advisor, a management consultant, an auditor, um, the, the relevant jurisdiction that you're proposing to move to might have different accreditation standards or market practices that they adopt comparative to Australia and what you currently have. So to ensure that you give yourself the best opportunity and that you don't limit yourself in your new role, um, my key advice would be to, to research and to understand what's expected and appropriate for the new role um, that you're proposing to step into. Thanks, Belinda. That's really good advice, um, Caroline. I think, you know, putting my immigration hat on, we're always t- talking to visa applicants about, you know, the visa requirements and the education requirements, but don't really sometimes go into licensing and, and registration requirements in particular countries as well. And so that's a really good point that even though you might have the support of your employer, um, you have, you know, all your employment, um, you know, agreements uh settled, you've got your tax, you understand all your tax and your social security and you've got your visa approved, doesn't necessarily mean that you can actually perform that role in that country. So I think that's a really good advice and and thank you for sharing that. Now, I just want to um, turn back, uh, Caroline and Sarah, just back to, to your own experiences. And and I know that you have touched on this, but it would be really good to just understand, you know, why did you decide to pursue a secondment? 
you know, what what made what what was the reason why you wanted to come to Australia or, or go to Canada? Sure, I'm happy to to take that one. So, I, I think it's it's there were two clear reasons as to why I chose to pursue my relocation to Australia. Um, firstly, for for personal choices, and then secondly, for that career progression. Because aside from the the fact that I'd already spent some time um, traveling around Australia, I'd fallen in love with the place and I knew I wanted to try something new and embark on a new challenge in a different country. And before my travels, I had a very settled life. I'd never really lived or worked far from home. And so I was really keen to try something new. And so whilst the traveling around Australia previously was fun, I, I wanted to give it a proper go, um, settling in a new country. And, and one of the biggest challenges or, or worries in settling in a new location is, is certainly to do with finding finding that job that supports the, the, the goal and the dream of living living in a different country. And that job provides not only the anchor point in a new country or continent, but it gives you the peace of mind that you've obviously got the income secured. And so for me, pursuing a secondment with an employer gives you the chance to pursue your career in a new exciting location, allowing you to see and experience a new part of the world. And it gives you a chance to meet new people and, and learn new cultures. And aside from that, as I mentioned, there are the career benefits too and the, the prospects of career progression because it, it helps you to learn new skills. You get to experience a different style of work in a different office in another country. And not just that, it broadens your network and you make connections with peers, which you're likely to come across again in your future career. And as I mentioned, with the the fact that I work in global mobility in that space, I think the fact that I'd personally gone through the experience myself, it's most certainly helped me relate to the people that I was working with and assisting um, on a daily basis. And, and it most certainly helps me to build up that rapport and, and strengthen, strengthen my working relationships with them. That's wow, excellent, Sarah. Sarah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Caroline? Yeah, no, I was just going to add to that. I feel as though, Sarah, you've so eloquently articulated everything. But if I could just add to that, I guess um, my reasons for pursuing a secondment was also quite personal in the beginning. Um, so I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to live overseas for about a year when I was 21. And I absolutely loved the experience and thought at the time that one year was too short and I instantly just wanted more of it. So I set myself this goal to live overseas for at least two to five years in my life. Um, and as Sarah was saying, um, I think the words that you use was that um, uh, having an employment in, in your host country is not only an anchor point, but also a peace of mind. Um, and I actually think that, that like I really resonate, that really resonates with me. Um, and so this personal ambition has naturally for, for myself morphed into a professional career ambition because of those reasons. And I think working in a different jurisdiction, as Sarah was mentioning, equips you with a breadth of diverse and unique experiences that ultimately contribute to a wealthy mindset and professional and cultural awareness and competencies that I think will have so many benefits in your professional career and progression. Um, or at least that's what I'm hoping that the circumference will teach me. So I'm looking forward to it. 
Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks, Caroline. Look, I think that, you know, I haven't been on, on secondment myself, um, but I have somebody in my team who is currently um, on a two-year secondment in Finland. Um, and it was something that she uh, wanted to pursue. Um, and so she packed up with her family, her husband and, and her three children, um, and off they went to Finland. Now, she is due to return um, later this year. And I'm actually really excited um, to have her rejoin my team because the experience that she has received in in Finland is just you know you can't put any value um, on that the, the the cultural experience but you know working in a different way um, the skill set that she's learnt from from doing things differently in another area her technical um, ability um, has also you know increased from learning uh, immigration laws of, of other um, countries um, and I'm really excited for her to come and, and be able to share her stories um, with the team. So um, thank you, Sarah, for, for sharing that. And Caroline, I wish you um, all the best. And I hope that you get the same benefits um, out of the secondment as, as Sarah and, and I know Nicole in my team. I'm sure I will. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have uh, today together. Um, I really did want to thank um, Sarah and Caroline for sharing uh, your personal stories. Um, you have given some really good tips um, with regards to going on or, or planning uh, for a secondment. Um, and I think that we all agree that you know, mobility and, and the opportunity to go on secondment does have some, some excellent career progression um, and it also helps you to, to tick some personal goals as well. So thank you, ladies. I, I appreciate um, having the chat with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the KPMG Tax Now podcast. If you'd like to ask us a question, please send us an email at kpmgtaxnow at kpmg.com.au. Be sure to subscribe at kpmg.com forward slash au forward slash tax now or follow our LinkedIn page, KPMG Tax Now Insights. That's all for now. We look forward to sharing more insights with you soon.